Have you been told you need to stop doing what you love, whether it's exercise, running, or a sport? Well, here at Dynamic, we don't like that answer. In this podcast, we'll talk to leaders in the health and wellness space from Southwest Florida to get the solutions you need to get you back to doing what you love. Welcome to the Dynamic Naples podcast. What's going on in Southwest Florida? Today, I want to start off with a little test. So uh, I want you to take a couple deep breaths and just notice what happens. What rises first, your chest or your stomach? All right. Uh, it's supposed to be a bit of both, but ideally, if you're in a relaxed state, it should be coming more from your stomach, your belly, which is called diaphragmatic breathing, and less from the chest. If your chest rises first, well, there's a good chance you are in a sympathetic state of being, which is your nervous system, which I'm going to dig into in a bit later. Uh, but first, let me just tell you what the topic is. Today is going to be breath work as it relates, or breathing as it relates to stress. And before I forget, we do have an event coming up April 29th, a Saturday from noon to four. We're going to have a Wim Hof certified instructor, Yuri uh, Opendik. He's coming for the fourth time to do his uh, Wim Hof course, which is about an hour worth of breath work, hours time of breath work, and then we get into an ice bath. It's an amazing experience. Every time something always unique happens. For example, the first time we had people during the breath work crying, we had people moaning. Uh, someone very near to me, I'm not going to say who, um, has been battling with depression his whole life. And after doing the breath work, he broke out into laughter. It was kind of unique. Uh, and he's since then, it's been almost a year, hasn't had depression since then. So something kind of gave or something released or whatever the word is for it. Very interesting. Anyways, so breathing. It's become a very popular topic. And I think there's good reason for that. Because the amount that you breathe, if you make the slightest change, it can have a big return. A big return on investment. And there are countless ways to breathe. I read the book Breathe, or no, sorry, Breath by James Nestor. A really good book. And he goes over several different breathing styles. Um, but you can very quickly sort of alter your body's physiology through breathing. For example, when you inhale, you are, let's say, more alkalinic state. And when you exhale, it's more acidic. So by doing like a um, simple type of breathing, they call it TUMO, uh, or maybe that's not the right term for it, but this is the type of breathing we do in the Wim Hof seminar, which kind of is, <sighs> so you're doing sort of rapid exhale, and you blow off a lot of carbon dioxide, so you blow off a lot of acid, and you're, you become more alkalinic in your bloodstream, and for whatever reason, that puts you into a deeper state of mind, deeper state of relaxation, apparently, and that's where you get some interesting uh, reactions. And there's a lot of interesting physiology that goes on here, but I really want to talk about um, how breathing can affect your stress levels, which really ties into the nervous system. I've become very fascinated by the autonomic nervous system. So we have this sort of binary uh, nervous system that you can either be in a parasympathetic state, which is the sort of relax and digest state, or a sympathetic state, which is the fight or flight reaction. And it's not... Either it's on or it's off. It's kind of like a gradient, right? You can be in a mildly sympathetic state. Uh, for example, if you're driving in traffic, you might not even feel agitated or anything like that, but you, it's still a focused task. And when you're focusing, it tends to be more of a sympathetic state. Whereas if you are um, 
reading a book, walking in nature. Uh, actually, your 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 gaze is tied to these nervous systems. So if you're using more of your peripheral vision, like looking at a horizon, you tend to be in a more parasympathetic state. Whereas if you're looking at your cell phone, that you're so engaged, that's more of a sympathetic state. So watching TV and eating a meal, for example, is a bad idea. <clears throat> I wrote a blog on this. <clears throat> because you're literally in a sympathetic nervous system state, mostly because TV is meant to stimulate you, um, and you are fixated with your eyes, so you're in a fight-or-flight mode, which is the opposite of the relax and digest. So your your digestive system is down-regulated, so you're literally going to absorb less nutrients from your food if you're in a sympathetic state. So there's all these kind of like hacks you can do to trigger the parasympathetic state. And I think that, you know, most of us live in, in modern society in a very sympathetic state. Um, and I, I learned this very quickly when I wore a glucose monitor for a month because uh, your blood sugar ties into um, your, it'll tell you which state you're in. And I was mostly in a sympathetic state, even though I feel that I'm relaxed. This is, I'm not talking about just emotional stress. There could be all kinds of different stress. It could just be, you know, you have to drive to work. You have to work a lot. You have to raise kids. All these things are going to tend to put you in a sympathetic state. So I think we need to do a better job at seeking more parasympathetic activities if we want to stay healthy. Because this, this stuff over time can have long-term consequences to your health. So um, back to some of these hacks. So there's certain things that your body does that are associated more with parasympathetic or associated more with sympathetic. So if you're chest breathing, that's more sympathetic. So picture someone who's in a fight, right? Their chest is heaving usually, unless they're a conditioned fighter, like an MMA fighter, where they're, they've, they've sort of trained themselves to be able to deal with that stress. And so they're breathing more calmly with their stomachs. So stomach breathing is more diaphragmatic. But I should note that, the, you know, it is usually both. It's just what happens first, belly or chest. So your body is always trying to maintain balance. So it's like, for example, with your nostrils, your right nose, your right nostril is tied to your sympathetic brain and your left nostril is parasympathetic. So when you inhale through both nostrils, it kind of maintains a balance. So uh, you, the, going into the hacking idea, you could just plug up your right nostril and breathe through the left nostril only, and that'll put you into more of a parasympathetic state. So if you had to give a presentation and you were nervous, you could try that. So you do several deep breaths through your left nostril only, and it might just calm you down enough. Also, nasal breathing is more parasympathetic, and mouth breathing is sympathetic. So if you're in a stressful situation, again, picture someone who's in a fight, they're probably breathing through the mouth and their, their, chest, their chest is rising. So all this is sort of a protective mechanism, right? Because the body is just like, okay, stressful event, I need energy fast. So you can use the, the, the mouth, it's a bigger hole in your face basically, get more air in oxygen to your, your uh, muscles and you can pull up on your chest, which can draw it in faster. Um, and then the other thing that happens too, cortisol starts pumping through your body. That's the stress response hormone. Cortisol tells the liver and muscles to release glucose uh, into the bloodstream because glucose is a good fuel source. So your body can burn either fat or glucose for energy. But fat's a little harder to break down, so it's a, it takes more time for the body to do that. So it would preferentially seek glucose in an emergency situation to draw as much energy to you as fast as possible. Uh, this is the correlation between stress and diabetes, basically if you're chronically stressed uh, or in a sympathetic state, I should say, 
you are chronically having glucose in your blood, and then your pancreas, uh, pancreas keeps secreting insulin, and over time you become insulin resistant, and that's what diabetes is. So that's the, sort of the linkage. And that's why, you know, mouth breathing, especially those who like have sleep apnea and snore and they breathe through their mouth all night, you're basically in a sympathetic state the entire night. Another thing that happens, so if you have to run from a bear or get into a fight, your body needs your muscles to work pretty good, right? Uh, so what it does is it actually increases the tone. So you become hypertonic in your musculature, right? So uh, if you are having muscle aches or pains and you're feeling stiff, um, you know, getting massage, probably the way it works the most is by triggering the parasympathetic system because that, that downregulates the tone in the muscle. Uh, so I kind of wonder if some of the mechanical parts of massage are really the great benefit or is it, are we just accessing the parasympathetic system? So one of the things I do when I have a patient comes in, say, for back pain is I'll start off by just assessing their breathing. And it's amazing how many people chest breathe sort of primarily. Uh, so I'll have them, I'll teach them some diaphragmatic breathing because A, that's going to get some gentle flexion extension of the spine. B, it's going to trigger parasympathetic system, and then basically the, the muscles calm down. Uh, C, they just haven't done that. So it's just an easy little activity anybody can do. It's non-threatening, and it's never going to cause any pain. So breathing alone, it's like I said, it has so much return on the investment, and it's free, and it's right there. That's why I love it so much as a way to trigger the parasympathetic nervous system. And lastly, I just want to touch on the nasal breathing thing as well. It's, uh, it's pretty important because breathing through your nose stimulates nitric oxide production. Uh, nitric oxide is a very strong vasodilator, so it does the opposite of constriction of your blood vessels. So it's another good way to sort of decrease blood pressure. So in some ways, this is sort of the elephant in the room. What is the current pattern we see constantly? Everyone's overweight, they're stressed, they're diabetic or pre-diabetic. Uh, they have high blood pressure, they're mouth breathing, right? Uh, so this is a simple thing you can do. <clears throat> you know, I'd recommend just start doing a couple minutes of breathing. Uh, we're just working on a little diaphragmatic breathing in the evening, especially if you have difficulty falling asleep. It's a great way to get your, your body to kind of cool down. Um, I would do that for a couple minutes a day and just see what happens over the course of a couple weeks. I think you'll be surprised. All right, that's all I have for you, Southwest Florida. I'll put a link to our Wim Hof event that's April 29th. I'll put that in the show notes. Be sure to check it out. Thanks. Why guess when you can test? Do you get hangry or crash after a carb-heavy meal? These could be indicators that there is a dysfunction in your blood glucose regulation. If left unchecked, it can lead to irreversible changes. If you catch it quick enough, you can make diet and lifestyle changes that will get your levels where they need to be. 88% of Americans are pre-diabetic and don't know it. Diabetes underpins many of the pathologies we deal with in this country, such as obesity, high blood pressure, heart disease, and stroke. For some reason, it is rarely screened with your physician, and if they do test for blood glucose, it's usually with an A1C or a fasting glucose, which can sometimes give you a false negative. NutriSense is a company that supplies continuous glucose monitors. We've paired with NutriSense to get you real-time data to see how your physiology responds to glucose. The NutriSense app lets you track your daily activity to see how food, sleep, exercise, and stress impact your glucose. You can log or import this data into the NutriSense app to see the effect on your blood glucose levels as soon as it happens. Use the code DRCHRIS25 for $25 off your order today.
Do you have unexplained pain or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great tool to stay ahead of any health conditions and now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's thyroid function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It is sent to you with free shipping and you get your results in two to five days. No physician referral needed. Use the code DPT25 for 25% off. You can find links in the show notes. Did you know that you can get started with physical therapy without a physician's referral? Physical therapists don't just solve pain, we get down to the root cause and keep it from coming back. We also discuss all things health, such as nutrition and lifestyle changes. If you feel that you could use some help, let's get on a free consult call. Go to www.dynamicnaples.com and sign up for a free call. Also, if you like this podcast, please give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us spread the message. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.